Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up today. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to tap into your presence. Father God, I pray for each and every person on both of these lives. Father God, I pray that tonight they get a word that touches them, Father God. Not only touches them, Father God, but changes them, Father God, from the inside out, Father God. I pray that after they leave this word that they receive confirmation on top of confirmation, but most of all, that they receive a deeper relationship with you. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. So this morning when I did my quiet time, I was preparing. <laughs> I don't know nothing about The Simpsons. So this morning when I did my quiet time, I was um, I was praying on what God wanted me to say to y'all. And he told me to go to the book of John. So we're in the book of John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And it says... In the beginning, the subtitle is The Word Became Flesh. And it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So when I was reading this, if you guys have your journals, which y'all should, because y'all know, if you listen to the podcast, you know I love to say grab your journals. So y'all should already have your journals in your Bibles. And if y'all are taking notes, the first thing that God wanted me to share with you guys was that the word became flat. The It says the in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. So the first thing that God showed me was when you read John chapter one, verse one, it goes from talking about word as a thing to he as a human and that's because when we're talking about the word of god we're literally talking about jesus sometimes we forget and we say oh yeah i'm living based on my word i'm gonna study my word not realizing that jesus was the word in the flesh jesus was god's word in human form so when you go from verse one to verse two it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god verse two says he It changes from just an adjective to an actual person. It says, he was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. So the first thing that I want you guys to write down, if you're taking notes, was that the word goes from just being a word to he. And what we have to realize is that as we live this life and we claim that we're men or women of God, we have to realize that when God gives us a word, when God releases a word to you, he wants that word to just go from being a word to an actual person. He wants you to be a walking, talking, example of that word that he has given you a lot of times we get words from God and we hear what God has to say and we think that it stops just there no God is releasing that word because he wants you to be the vessel that he uses to bring that word to life so when you read from verse 1 to verse 2 it literally says the word was with God and we can say yeah I got my Bible I got the word with me and I know what the word says and I have the word in my heart but are you becoming the word are you actually an example of the word are you actually living the word in your everyday life so when you go from verse one to verse two it says it talks about the word as if it's just words on a piece of paper but then verse two says he was with god in the beginning because the word is jesus the word is human the word is flesh and we are called to be just like that whatever word god has given you whatever promise god has placed on your heart he wants you to be a walking talking example of that thing and if you're on this live you're thinking of something that god has said over your life or something that a prophet or even just in your quiet time god has released over you and i want you to know that he's reminded 
reminding you that I don't want that word to just be some words in your journal or just be some words that play across your mind in your head every now and then. I want you to actually bring that thing to life. It needs to become tangible. The word becomes flesh, meaning something that you can actually see. Are you literally working every day to become the word of God? And that's why the word tells us that faith is a substance of things unseen because you can't just get the word and just let it stay there. You have to have faith that this thing is actually going to become become flesh. This thing is actually going to become a part of me, who I am, a part of my life. When God says that I knew you when you were in your mother's womb, I have plans for you to be ahead and not to tell. You need to be looking at your life every day and saying, am I the head? This part of my life, I'm kind of looking like I'm the tail. So this can't stay. I need to be doing something different. I need to be having active faith to change that thing because the word needs to become flesh. Whatever word God has placed on your life, it needs to become flesh. It needs to become tangible. It needs to become something that when people look at your life, they can see I see prosperity on her I see favor on her I see abundance on her it's not just a word it's actual flesh it's actual a reflection of God and who he is it's a reflection of you and who God has caused you to be so the first thing that he made stand out to me was the transition from one to from verse one to two is that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he or she, if you're a female, he or she, whatever word God has given you, if you're a man, it's the he. If you're a, she, if you're a girl, it's a she. Whatever word God has given you, I need you to wake up tomorrow and say, how can I live in a way where I can become that word? It says, he was with God in the beginning. Then when you go to verse three, it says, through him, all things were made. And what God placed on my heart was that when we live outside the word of God, when we live outside the word of God, which is outside of Jesus, because Jesus is the word, when we live outside of it, when we live outside of God's presence, we create nothing. Verse three literally says, through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So that means whatever little project you think you're working on, whatever relationship you're trying to have, whatever business you're trying to build, whatever job you slaving over, outside of Jesus, it's nothing. Outside of God, it's not going to lead to the prosperity that he's promised you because it makes it clear that it says outside of him, nothing has been made. And then when you continue and you read verse four, it says in him was life. And a lot of times we go through life. And we wonder why we don't see prosperity in certain areas of our life. We wonder why it seems like a dark cloud is just following us around. It seems like anything, the word says that whatever you put your hand on should prosper. We wondering why, why is this not succeeding? I keep starting business after business. I'm in relationship after relationship and none of them are turning out good. God, do you hear my prayers? God, are you here? But if you don't have the word in that thing, which is Jesus, if you haven't invited God's presence into that thing, that's why that thing isn't living. That's why that thing isn't prosper because the word which is the life which is God's presence isn't in it so it can only lead to death even if it's looking the business looking like it's going good right now it's not going to lead to anything because it doesn't have life in it even if the relationship looked like it's going good right now it's not going to lead to anything because it doesn't have life in it even if it looks like it's alive even if it looks like it's flourishing God is life the word of God is life so without that it cannot lead to life that life life needs life 
like it's, it's common sense you need life to produce life so if you don't have life in a situation that's going to lead to what that's going to lead to death so a lot of times we go through life and we don't understand why it seems like it's just not working out in our favor it seems like we're going through trial after trial it seems like we just can't catch a break you ever heard somebody say i just can't catch a break every time i think i'm two steps up and ten steps back and that's because you begin to operate in your own understanding you begin to operate in your own strength and your own plans and you thought that it was going to prosper you thought that it was going to lead to life but then you realize that without life you cannot produce life so verse three reminds us and it says that through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made and verse four says in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind that light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it so when I was taking notes, because y'all know I love to leave my notes. <laughs> I love to leave my notes. I wrote down that outside of Jesus, the word of God, that relationship is nothing. Without Jesus, that job is nothing. Without Jesus, that business is, no- is nothing. Because in him is life. So anything outside of him is death. And I, I wanted to share with you guys that you've been trying to get to destiny with the life that's death filled. A lot of times we read the word of God because, you know, us Christians, you know, we have our favorite verses that we like to hold on to. And we love the prosperity we love the abundance we love the favor we love to hold on to those verses but we don't actually like to hold on to the work that comes with it you can't get to God's prosperity or God's promise or God's abundance by living life your type of way so God placed in my heart that we've been trying to get to destiny with the life that's death filled if you're walking according to your own steps if you're walking according to your own business plan or you dating who you want to date and you're going about the relationship based on what you wrote down in your in your 90 day rule or whatever you want to live by your favorite influencer has told you to do in your relationship if you're living according to that you can't expect to get to the destiny that God has for you because you're not walking and living according to the steps that he had ordered for you so he said I need you to remind them that they trying to get to destiny but they walking on roads that's death filled my presence isn't even there you haven't even invited me into the relationship you haven't even invited me into your workplace you haven't even invited me into your home and then when things begin to go wrong you want to pray and act like oh God you just not responding to me oh god you're just not listening oh god are you still there but have you invited him into that place or have you just been going about life your own way have you just been doing what you want to do and then expecting god to bless it and and comparing his word to your own plans comparing his word to your own lifestyle or steps that you ordered for yourself but you want to attach his word to it so he says they're claiming they want to head towards destiny they're claiming they want to live according to the steps that i've ordered for them but they're not following me they're not not only are they not following me they're not even seeking me in the process in your process as you go through life every day do you wake up and do you invite god into your day do you ask god to guide you through your day or are you just going through life based on your own understanding and what you think is best so he said, let them know that they've been trying to get to destiny with a life that's death filled. And there's multiple areas of life where you haven't in- invited God in and you're wondering why they're not flourishing. And it's because there's no life there. So if you're on this life and you're thinking about an area of your life that you wish would, would change, you're thinking about an area of your life where you keep praying over this thing and you're wondering why it's not getting better. I want you to ask yourself, did you say, God, I invite you into this place? Because our God is not a force for God. Our God is not a God that's just going to bombard his way into the situation he wants you to invite him into the situation but then the problem is a lot of us will invite God in because you know we'll pray we'll pray and we'll say you know God I want to live according to your will I want you to be in this situation but the problem comes when he asks us to do the work 
It's more than just inviting God into your situation. Are you willing to submit to his plans and his steps that he has ordered for you? Or are you just going to invite him in and then that's it? Well, I'm going to invite you in, but I'm just not going to do what you want me to do. Have you ever had a friend that they going through a situation and they'll call you for advice, but then they still don't do what you tell them to do? And it's like, well, why did you even call me in the first place? You asked me for my opinion on this thing. I told you what I think you should do. And then you still did what you wanted to do. That's what a lot of us do. We invite God into our life. We pray. We'll even fast and claim that, you know, I'm really trying to you. I'm really trying to live this God led life. And then as soon as God give us instructions is, um, you know, that don't really sound like something that I want to do. That's not really the area where I was going with this thing. I kind of had this plan. So God said, I need you to let them know they're not going to get to destiny by living a life that's death filled. And in order to have the life, you have to have the word in you. You have to have the word in your situation, whatever area of your life that you feel like is death filled, that you feel like is darkness. Because when we read the last verse, it says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So what that means is that we don't, a lot of people don't even realize that that's a promise that's a promise from God the darkness has not overcome it so what that means is that when you invite God into your situation when you invite the word which is life which is light when you invite that into your situation darkness cannot overcome it that means defeat cannot take you out when you invite God into your situation whatever situation in your life it cannot end in defeat if you have invited God in but don't be that friend that invite him in and still don't listen. If you want to invite me in, listen to what I tell you to do. Listen to my instructions. Listen to the steps that I have ordered to you because I know how to get you to victory. I know how to get you to the destiny. But if you're going to have light in your presence, if you're going to have light life in your presence and still live according to what you want, then it's just like I'm not even here. In order to in order to get to destiny, in order to get to the prosperity that God has promised us, in order to get to all of the things that the word says that we are entitled to as sons and daughters of the king, you have to not only invite God in, you have to also listen to the steps that he has ordered for you. In order to get to God's promise, he has to first tell you about the promise. You have to first agree to submit to his steps to get to the promise. And then you have to actually do the work and follow it, whether you agree with it or not. So after God gave me this word, he said, I, I, I need you to let them know it's time for a restart. It's, it's time to restart because a lot of people have been living this life that's death filled or living this life that's confusing because a lot of times, you know, we, we get in situations like I just don't know what to do next or I feel like I'm praying and my prayer is hitting the ceiling and I just don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing in this season of my life. And God said, did you invite me into the thing? Are you because you can talk to God about a situation without formally inviting him into it. So are you just talking to him? Or are you inviting him in? Are you surrendering that thing to him? Are you letting him know that I submit every part of this thing to you? I'm not just going to talk to you about it. I'm now giving you control of this thing. So God said we need to do a restart because they didn't really understand how the process worked. They didn't really understand the steps. They thought just coming to me and complaining and crying is what was going to make it change. No, I need you to first invite me into the situation. And then when you invite me in i'm gonna show you how to get to victory in this situation that seemed like it's death is death filled in the situation that seemed like it's dark i'm gonna show you how my light can overpower what seems like it's overpowering you so you have to invite him into the situation and then after you invite him into that situation god now that i've invited you into this situation what do you want me to do 
how do you want me to move into this should i be at this job or should i not be at this job should i be dating this person or should i not be dating this person should i be friends with her or should i not be friends with her do i need to start the business or do i not do i need to get in this contract or do i not i've invited you in but now i'm seeking you for clarity because i understand that my destiny is only attached to the steps that you have ordered for me so it's a process and god said they've been skipping the process and wondering why they're not seeing the results that i promised them and it's not because god is a liar it's because the order has been off. So now we're going to restart. It's going to be a reset. It's reset season. It's restart season. And you're going to start right. You're going to start correctly in this time. And how you start correctly is by understanding that the word is Jesus. And that Jesus is the Holy Spirit that's within us. And that helps us go through life every day. So we're going to start off by asking God, God, I invite you into my life. I, I surrender myself to your Holy Spirit. I submit my plans. I submit my will. I submit my way of living to your Holy Spirit. I ask for your Holy Spirit to take the lead. And then after we do that, then we say, God, tell me what to do next. Teach me the steps that you have ordered for me because the way that I've been living haven't been working out. The way that I've been living haven't been leading me to your destiny. So God, what do you want me to do? And then that's when you put the works behind your faith and you begin to operate in the way that God wants you to operate. So he said, let them know what the process is because it's restart season. There are some promises that I've released to them and they're wondering why they have the word, but they haven't seen the fruit of the word that I released to them. And it's because you've been moving with the word wrong. You tried to make the word come to pass on your own. You tried to figure it out on your own. And he's like, no, I gave you the word. So I'm going to make it come to pass, but you have to invite me in. Not only invite me in, but listen to me. So the last thing that I wrote down, let me make sure I got everything, y'all, because y'all know how I go. God is telling us without my word, without my presence, without my word, there will be no life or light. Your life will be filled with death and darkness. And death will be equivalent to things that fail or things that fall apart or things that frustrate you. Those are things that lead to death. That's not that's not God's abundance. That's not God's presence. That's not God's favor. The things that keep failing and the things that keep falling apart and the things that causes you confusion, those are not what God has promised to us. So he said, your life will be filled with death and darkness and darkness will be equivalent to things that you don't know where to begin or what to do with it. it. It's just a dark area in your life. It's just confusion. And you don't know whether you coming or going in this area. It seems like when you try it this way, it don't work. And when you try it that way, it don't work either. So it's just like, I don't know what to do in this thing. Those are the areas that are darkness. So he says, without my life and my light, your life will be filled with death. Things that fall apart and fail and darkness. Things that confuse you. And it seems like every time you try to make the decision, the decision is wrong. But verse five says darkness has not overcome the light. So today we're inviting the light into our life. We're inviting the light into our life. And then once we get the light into our life, we're going to move according to that light because it's, it goes beyond just inviting God in. You can invite the light into your life and then still be operating in the darkness if you're not letting that light lead you. If you're not walking to, according to the steps that God has for you, you got the light right here, but you all the way over here. You're still operating in darkness because you're not allowing God to lead you. You're praying to him. You're talking to him. You're asking him for directions. But if you're still doing what feels good to you, if you're still doing what you want to do, you're operating in darkness and that's going to lead to death that's going to lead to dysfunction that's going to lead to confusion god said invite my light in and then walk in that light according to the steps that i ordered for you so today if you're sowing the seed we're sowing the light seed because it's time to reset it's time to restart and i want you to think about whatever situation is in your life i don't know your situation but you know what you've been thinking about since you've been on this live i want you to think about that situation and i want you to restart it I want you to act like today is the first day that this problem has come about. All right, God. 
tonight tonight when we get off this live whatever your problem is whatever dark area whatever area seems like it's never getting better it's not going to change i want you to think about that thing and then tonight i want you to pray and i want you to say god i invite you into this area of my life i surrender and i submit this area of my life to you and father god i pray that you not only come into this area of my life but show me how to operate in this area show me how to move in this area that's y'all homework for tonight that's what we doing we're thinking about that area and then we're going to restart the way that we handle this thing. We're going to restart the way that we react to this thing and we're going to do it according to what the word says because God gave us the blueprint right here. So we're going to pray about the thing, invite God into the thing, and then ask God to direct us in this thing. Let's pray. Father God, we want to thank you for allowing us to be into your presence, God. We want to thank you for giving us this fresh word, Father God. I pray that each and every person on this live receives this word, Father God, and I pray that it inspires them to, to reach out to you in a new way, Father God. I pray that it inspires them to release whatever is weighing on them, Father God, whatever makes them stay up at night and lose sleep, Father God, whatever is triggering their depression, Father God, whatever feels makes them feel like it's no use in praying, Father God, whatever makes them feel like you don't hear them or you don't care, Father God, I pray pray that this word lets them know that you do hear them father god and not only do you hear them but you have a game plan for them to overcome this thing father god defeat is not their portion father god failure is not their portion father god depression is not their portion father god but you said that we're going to be the head and not the tail you said that favor is our portion father god so tonight we stand on that father god tonight we refill our faith father god and we surrender this thing to you and we stand in a posture of expectancy father god i thank you for each and every person on this live and I pray that most of all, they leave here inspired to dive deeper in your presence and who you are, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I pray that, because this, this word was a word for me too, okay? Because he said, it's time to restart. It's time to restart. So we're going we gonna to take it back to the beginning because we, you know, when life gets hard or we begin to experience certain things, it gets frustrating. And it's just like, I, I thought I was doing it right. I thought, I thought I was submitting it to you. I thought I did have all of the answers. I thought I knew how to move in a situation and God said, okay, let's take it back. We're going we gonna to restart from the beginning. And not only are we going to restart, I'm going to guide you through this thing. And how I'm going to guide you through this thing is I'm going to tell you that I need you to invite me in. And then once you invite me in, truly surrender it to me. Truly give me authority over this thing. Allow me to control and guide you through this thing. That's the hardest part about, well, for me and for a lot of people that I know, that's the hardest part about this journey with God is really releasing control 100%. 100%, not just 95% because you know we'll be like, okay, you can have this, 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 but this, I got this. No, every area of my life, I release it to you. Every area of my life, I'm just going to stand here because sometimes the standing makes you nervous because we, we get anxious and we want to make a decision or we feel like we're racing against time and we have to know what to do today. And sometimes God just wants us to stand and trust that he's going to come through when he needs to come through. So he says, we're going we're gonna to take this problem that you have and we're going to restart. And when we restart, you're going to fully give me control. You're going to fully release this thing to me. And when you release this thing to me, I'm going to show you my way of victory. I'm going to show you my way of getting you to destiny. All right, y'all. I know you were okay. Show me God. Okay. Um, yes, I'm going to save it. Yeah. Wow, Chelsea. That's confirmation. Y'all, I was so excited 
yes i was so excited to give this word i think i got everything in my notes because y'all know i love leaving my notes but i was just so excited for this word because it's everything like i don't know i just was excited i feel like god is doing so much new stuff in this season and we need to be in a posture to allow him to lead us into it like when you think about a new season or when you think about god doing something new whether it's him making something new in your life or healing something or restoring something in your life when he makes it brand new it's new to you so you don't know how to operate in that thing because it's brand new it's like if you get a new car you're gonna have to learn some of the features somebody is gonna if it's a push starter it's a new car a new future car or something the person that made it they're gonna have to tell you how to turn it on they're gonna have to tell you where to put in the gas they're gonna have to tell you how to fasten up the seat but when God does a new thing in your life he has to give you instructions so that you can operate in that new because if you just operate it based on your own knowledge you can mess it up so God is saying we talked about for the last two weeks we've been talking about next level for the last two weeks we've been talking about the shift that's happening and God said now that we're entering the next level I needed to be a restart and with the restart, I'm going to show you how to operate in this new place that I'm calling you to. I'm going to show you how to effectively operate because you can operate in a new place, but you could just be messing it up. You could just be leading towards failure because you don't know what you're doing. But if you restart and you allow the person that released this in your life to show you how to effectively operate in it, it's going to lead to prosperity. It's going to lead to favor. It's going to lead to abundance. So God said, restart. We're going to restart. And with this restart, I'm going to guide you through it. I'm going to guide you and I'm going to equip you. And I'm going to show you all the features that come with this next level and all the advantages of being on this next level with this restart. So I pray that this word inspires you guys. I pray that this word motivated you guys to really get in your quiet time with God because he is doing so many new things in this season. Like, it's a it, like it's a known fact okay y'all can watch any pastor you want to go check out they're talking about this new season and that's happening right now he's doing a new season a new thing in this season and we need to be ready for it i don't know about y'all but i don't want to get in a new season and be acting like the old me and now i'm messed up and now i'm back to level one when he wanted me on level two like no god equip me for where you're calling me to show me how to operate in this level up Okay, show me who you want me to be now. God constantly elevates us. He constantly calls us the higher and constantly calls us the greater. But if we don't stay in alignment with him, we can miss out on the abundance that he has for us. So he said, it's time to restart because I'm doing a new thing. So get back to square one, back to the basics. It's time to restart and go back to the basics and invite me into that thing. And I'm going to show you how to walk towards destiny, towards prosperity, towards favor, towards abundance. Okay, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to Bay Bible Study. I'm going to save this on my IGTV. I'm going to put it up on my YouTube. I love you guys so much, and I will see you guys on Faith Friday. Have a good night.